hostess with the most is K, and I'm coming at you from a social distance. Uh, we all have to do our parts to flatten the curve. It is now 1.16 a.m. I got to be up in like three hours, but, you know, I figured I'd come on and talk to you guys. Uh, I am K. I identify as a sadist, a humiliatrix, a dominant. And I am heteroflexible, ladies and gentlemen. And what is heteroflexible, you may ask? Well, for me, it means that I am into guys. However, every once in a while, when I'm in a scene or something like that, I might kiss a girl and I might like it. I might do other things with a girl and like it. But for me, they are pretty much scene-based, you know? But I try not to limit myself. Like, personally, I would not get in a relationship with the woman, but I like beating the cha-cha, so that's beautiful. Men are beautiful. Everyone's just beautiful. Are you having a beautiful day? I'm having a beautiful night. Everything is beautiful. We are, this season, giving you a lot of different mixed-media platforms in which to engage with you, our audience. Uh, this will probably be a quick little sound bite just to see how things go. I We can't physically be in the same location now, so that's a bummer. I know personally I am having withdrawals from the gray. I mean, every once in a while I just have to see gray. I mean, gray is my guy. Gray is my friend. Gray is my buddy. Gray is my co-host. Or I am his co-host. I'm not really sure how that works out. So, Gray, if you're out here listening, it's a shout-out to you, buddy. I miss you, man. I miss you. Grease, man, I keep it, I keep it, I keep Grease. Yo necesito So, this is so random because Gray is the planner and I am not when it comes to these things. Uh, so, let's talk about... What do y'all want to talk about tonight, guys? Um... Ooh, I'm saying um too much. Um, um, um. Um this, um that, um a little this and that. You want to know about me? The K-ster, the hostess with the mostest. The K in gray and K. I am a dominant. I've been into the lifestyle for about 14 years. This is my 15th year, guys. And I'm so excited. And this year, guess what? Drum roll, please. I'm going to try sounding and scraping and all kinds of cool things. So maybe like uh, five or six years ago, I was into scalpels with this guy. Yo, Ocean, if you hear this, I remember you, dude. And so this year, I kind of want to go back into like the more intense types of play. So I want to try scalpels later on this year. And let's just get some blood flowing, you know? And I don't want to cut too deep, but a little artistic cutting should be pretty cool. You know, something about just having that nice sterile blade in your hand and cutting because you know you can and the other partner wants to, but you still kind of have like a god complex is pretty damn intoxicating. But other than that, I want to go into sounds. Now, Sounds are these little metal rods that can go in the urethra of a man's penis. And if you and you go up and down with them, and if you 
do it well enough, you can actually simulate an ejaculation of the middle membrane. Yeah, 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 I get it, I get it. It's not for everybody, but for me, I think it's pretty damn hot. I guess for me, it is the power exchange, the, I don't want to say ah, but that's not really the right word, but the knowledge that you are allowing me to stick this ride down your penis that you use for who knows what else, and you trust me enough to do this to you and you may you may let me do it because I just want to or it might be because you enjoy it but regardless of either way just that ability to trust to that level and the same with scapples is just amazing I know guys you guys are pretty anal (laughs) about your dicks or your cocks or I wonder what else penises what else do you guys call them? Your little guys? Your juniors? That's a kind of delicate area. You're normally pretty protective of it. So if you let me go anywhere near close to it, you know, I feel like you you trust me. Well, you trust me. You have a great deal of trust in me, and I'm not going to take that lightly. So I said sounding, and I said uh, scapples. What else do I want to get into? I want to get into scraping, which I'm not really sure what that is, to be honest. But this guy mentioned it to me recently, and I got to think that could be kind of cool. He was a little intense, and he was talking about, like, scraping, like, metal across his shaft. And wow, wow, wow. But, I mean, maybe not starting with the metal for me personally, but... You know, like scraping something that is sharp against other body parts. I think that would be pretty cool. I already do knife play for sensation, not for cutting. Um, but some intense scraping could be cool. I'm gonna look that up more, and then my next sound bit to you guys maybe next week when I'm talking about myself again going solo. I will mention more to you about scraping because you guys might be curious like I am. So that's what's new with me. I'm poly now, guys. I'm not sure if I mentioned this in another episode, but my guy and his wife, shout out to you guys. You're awesome. I miss my club too, guys. So I'm a big part of like our, our, our local BDSM club and it's been closed for the last couple weeks, and I'm having withdrawals because I'm there like every weekend, and sometimes I just drive by just to look at it, or I go in just to remember what it was like, you know, when I could go to this place where all my friends are, and all my dreams come true, and everything is everything. And the sky is blue, and the sun is out, stars are shining, I don't know why the sun is out, and the stars are shining, and there's rainbows, and butterflies, and unicorns, and all of those things in my local BDSM club. If you guys are not affiliated with any BDSM club, I suggest you go find one in your neighborhood. You might find, or maybe not in your neighborhood, but like, in your community, and in your city, in your state, somewhere within driving distance. And you might just find that that is a second home to you. You might find your new best friends there. You might find your great to my K. 
<laughs> or your kite to his gray. <laughs> or anybody else. So, guys, just give it a try. If you've never been to one, I mean, obviously you can't go now. Unless your club is still open, but I highly doubt it. But once the social distancing stuff is over and we're reasonably safe to go out and spend time with others, check out your local BDSM community. As a matter of fact, start now. Start now making connections and making friends so when it all starts back, you're ready to party. Okay, that's been enough randomness from the K for today. Comment this word. And tweet me this word, and we may just have something special for you. The first mm, three people who tweet this. And the special word is... Ah, you thought you missed it, didn't you? <laughs> the special word is calabacita. Calabacita. C-A-L-A-B-A-C-I-T-A. Calabacita. Yes, that is the correct word. Uh, that's it for me today. Join K or Gray next time on another mini episode of Beyond the Fidelity. See you guys. Bye. Hi, I'm Gray. And this is how you connect to your local BDSM community. First, create an account on FetLife. It is new Facebook for kinky people. Second, set your city and state to your actual city and state. Third, click that city within the places area of FetLife. Fourth, attend matches and events in your local area. This has been how, how you connect, connect with your local BDSM community. community. Yay! Yeah! Hello and welcome to Beyond the Vanilla Bean. I am Gray, the other host with the most. It is 1.45 and I thought I would record my mini segment for you. As I've said before, I am a service top. I am a dominant. I am a daddy dom, sadist, and a geek in my local kink community. And I just wanted to spend some time with you tonight and talk about whatever. Uh, because of COVID-19, the novel coronavirus, uh, Kay and I are social distancing from each other, which means that we are not able to meet in our normal studio space and say hello to you and welcome guests and talk about all of the things that we want to but we still want to provide this content to you because this is still a valid part of your life whether you're able to actively engage in it or not you're still a kinkster as are we so we want to help you explore that wherever we can before I say anything else uh, I do hope that you are safe 
and that you are secure and that your family is safe. What does kink look like during a period of social distancing? Uh, I would love for you to answer that. As always, would love to reach out to, through social media. So contact us at, uh, at Beyond Vanilla and tell us what kinky social distancing looks like for you. For me, it is digital. Uh, I am a member of several groups within the local community and I enjoy chats through apps like Kick and Telegram and talking with friends that way. We're still able to share pictures, share plans for what we want to do once the quarantine lifts, and share experiences that way. If you're not aware, there are several virtual lunches that are available that you can attend. Uh, again, just like we always say during our commercial, uh, click the places or the events tab on uh, your FetLife account, and you will be brought to a page where you have many events to choose from. Hopefully, uh, your local facilitators are shutting down the in-person events, but someone may be posting virtual events. Sometimes they're open to uh, local communities. Sometimes they're open to everyone. See what is available for you and how you can still remain connected to your local King community, but also the King community at large. Uh, for me, I'm enjoying sending messages to my partners, scheduling time with my partners, and uh, watching things together, even if we're apart. Netflix party has become a fantastic asset for my relationships, uh, as is watching favorite shows together during this and it's messaging so I hope you're finding ways to live as normal a life as you can. Kay said this was meant to be about me so I'll tell you my story. I think I've told it before but it bears repeating for several episodes in. Many have new people. I've been in the local community since the fall uh, 2014. I was active there for about seven months under the direction of Kay, who was beating my ass at the time. Uh, I found a relationship to explore uh, myself further in and developing my talking skills, so I disappeared from the local community for about a year. I came back in the in 2016 to 17, and I just I took that time to forge relationships and friendships with people so that a year later in 2017, I would feel comfortable with approaching for play. And uh, that's something I think is highly valuable and underutilized is the value of relationships in this. Um, whether you're talking about for more casual play or you're you know, bonding for mating and, and, and lifelong partnerships. At whatever level it is, those relationships are still critical. And so getting to know people as people, you know, what your favorite show is, what, what is your hobby. I love chess. I absolutely love to play the game chess, and I'm beginning to integrate that into my play also. 
uh, find ways to talk with people. And so that's what I did for a year. And then I found something that I knew I could bring over from my relationship, which was still active, but had changed. And when that dynamic changed, that's when I gave myself permission to explore. So during that time, I had uh, developed a play style wherein uh, I used the Fibonacci sequence to strike my partner in her most sensitive areas. And I would ask her what the next number was and would go up and down the scale as far as we felt comfortable. And that's something I knew I could bring and it would be a unique feature within my area. So I found someone who happened to be having a birthday. She was turning 34, which is a Fibonacci number. I proposed the scene to her and that became my first public topic scene. Uh, I enjoyed it. And from that, I began to build a reputation as the math sadist. What I enjoy now, I also uh, integrated a scene wherein I use uh, ice water, buckets of ice water, hot, cold water, loofah, paddles, floggers to torture people in the shower to give a never-ending, hopefully a, a satisfying experience of the 2014 uh, Ice Bucket Challenge to my friends. And I really enjoy that. So I've done that for from 2017 to fall 2018 only. And then uh, after the fall of 2018, I also began to foster a relationship with a local submissive who was a baby girl. And from there, I became a daddy dog. So those are the areas wherein I, I operate currently. I am... I enjoy the idea of growth. For me, the strength of BDSM is the potential to help people develop into their highest selves, their best selves. And so I was talking to a friend of mine this week about people's expectations when they jump into this. I would love to see a point where you see his, someone is being rewarded with sex by achieving a milestone that they had been working toward or punished by having that milestone supervised but still ending in that reaction. Um, that would excite me because it'd be the point of street taking DS seriously. It, it, it's an interesting thought. So uh, that is my 10 minutes about me and who I am outside of just hosting and co-hosting uh, this podcast with Kay. And yeah, so my name's Gray. Be safe, be kinky, and know that we're in uncommon times, but that your desires are still valid. You are still valid. And when it is safe to do so, we will resume this journey that we're on together. Be well, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Bye-bye.